After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. A universal podcast for grown-ups from the After Dark and Connect world. There may be a few naughty words, so it may not be suitable for kids. Enjoy the show! Hello and welcome to February and another episode of that universal podcast. Uh, I'm Nick. I just I just paused there for a second. And thought, is that the name of this podcast? I'm sure it is. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, um, and <laughs> I've had a week off almost, um, and I'm joined by wonderful people always. Uh, but in this particular episode, we are joined by P Dubs. Hello. We are joined by Mister D. Hello. Uh, we are joined by Shanid. Hello. And we are joined by Kate. Hola. Great, Kate. Uh, okay. Was there a was there a reason for the Spanishness? Uh, no, everyone just said hello, and I got a bit bored by the time I got to meet, so I thought I'd change it up. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 completely fine. I, my daughter's going through a phase at the moment where she is saying the very few words she knows in Spanish uh, quite a lot. Okay. I'm not really sure why. Um, why is she so cool? Like she is, so, she's like the coolest person I know. That yeah. I don't even know. To, to, yeah, to be I'll fair, to be fair, she's she's the coolest person I know as well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I all I can say is I help create her, uh, and and that's that's basically where uh, my my ability with her ended. You know, everything else is, is not because of me at all. Um, but uh, yes, she, she's she's learning some Spanish because uh, you know her friend is Spanish. We're hopefully going to go and see her later this year, um, but it's still very limited. But bless her, at least she's at least she's trying. You know, she's speaking. Sorry, right. you got to start somewhere. Uh, that's yeah. exactly exactly. Look, I mean, I, I didn't speak a word of French when I went to Disneyland Paris for the first time at Euro Disney. So you know, she's already better than I was at the same age. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, I've been able to say that for about the last five. Of, years of her life as well but never mind. <laughs> she was born yeah oh okay okay yeah, yeah yeah if i wanted to be insulted let's go and speak to the wife um but we are here to talk about universal um and, and more importantly we're going to focus on uh kate's recent trip uh to universal her first time um normally we would talk about um some news and then we would talk about other bits and pieces but quite frankly uh it's it's all a bit quiet like the only news, st- <laughs> I say, I say this loosely. The only news story 
really that's been going on at Universal since we last got together is the fact Mardi Gras kicked off um, and uh, Sugar Ray played. Now, how many people here remember Sugar Ray? Recognize the name, but I don't think I could pick a song out of a lineup. I mean, as far as I know, I remember them having one kind of hit song in England in about 1999, 1998, something like that. Um, And that's it. So I know they've been going around for a long time. They're not really a a particularly well-known band um, outside of uh, of the States, but uh, they played at one of the... um, the Mardi Gras concerts the other day and uh, it was apparently carnage, not uh, necessarily them playing, uh, but just the uh, the crowds. Oh, don't don't really know what was wrong. Um, like if it was down to management or just, uh, you know, people kind of get excited because concerts are back or, or whatever, but uh, yeah, it, it got messy. It got messy. Uh, and also they run out of uh, funnel cakes by late afternoon so i mean you like if that's not the most peak like american theme park thing i've ever heard in my entire life like the only time i've been <laughs> at anything to do a music thing where things ran out was when i went to slamdom festival in leeds and they ran out of whiskey halfway through the day and it was the biggest thing whereas in universal it's like oh no we ran out of funnel cake there's normally whiskey quite, to be quite found in universal to be fair true but uh, yeah, but no funnel cakes. So, um, and also, actually, um, I did see Sinead. I think uh, might have been uh, John, one of our listeners, posted it in the Facebook group. But there is a vegan uh, Mardi Gras stall this year. Oh, nice. So, uh, yeah, I think there was, a, I think there might have been some veggie options as well. But I, I, most of the items were, were at least vegan. So, uh, nice. good for uh, those of us that. Um, live that kind of lifestyle so that's kind of a uh, a positive but um much like we did on a recent episode of that disney parks podcast uh, we are gathered here today to talk about kp and her recent trip to orlando your first trip to orlando my first and last no <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> We're, I'm not going to go into all the details we we did on the last episode, so we know how no. you got there and how you Done. yeah you know travelled to the, the hotels and stuff like that. But um, you did have one day at Universal, which is what we're going to be discussing today. Um, mm-hmm. And I know we we kind of on a, on a, again on a, on a previous episode we kind of discussed you know, what you might want to do on that day or how you might want to organise that day. So it be interesting to see what actually happened. But the first question I wanted to ask you was how you actually got there. So we um, we ended up staying at Lowe's Royal Pacific the night before Ooh. because um, we got some unexpected money for Christmas, which was great. So literally we ended up booking it like the week before we went um because it was just silly not to so we booked one night at Lowe's Royal Pacific because that was the cheapest of the deluxe resorts that would give us early entry and the uh express pass so the night before we went I don't know what time it was 
I can't remember. Um, we got a lift from Disney to Universal, which is like $20. It was fine. Um, and we checked into the hotel that night. We stayed there that night and then we checked out in the morning. <laughs> it was quite a flying stop. Um, and then, yeah, we walked the 10 minute walk from Lowe's Royal Pacific to Islands of Adventure that morning, which was fantastic. So let's look at that a little bit. I mean, obviously you weren't there for long. Uh, but what mm-hmm. did you actually make of the hotel? It was great. It was so nice. We were, we actually, I was actually in the hotel that night. We were watching wrestling. We actually, we watched a lot of wrestling over there because, you know, it's actually live and on terrestrial TV. So we watched it as it was happening. It was mental. We watched so much wrestling. Um, but we were in the hotel that night. We'd gone to City Walk and we'd got donuts and we brought them back and we were watching wrestling. And I was like, hmm, I wonder how much it would cost to add on another night. <laughs> but then I was like, and I'm fairness, we probably could have added on another night, but we wouldn't have been able to afford another day's tickets for the parks. Yes. So it was no point. But um, yeah, no, we really liked the hotel. They were really nice. The room was really nice. It was really clean. We had a pool view, which I guess grand whatever. Um, but in hindsight, definitely would have stayed two, maybe three nights there in the holiday and shortened the Disney stay. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to work out when you was actually there. So I'm assuming that meant that you was watching Monday Night Raw. Oh, I kinda we watched we watched we watched more AEW than we did WWE oh, good. actually. Good. Which yeah. is also on brand of course because um that was and that's how <laughs> this is how I found out they run out of funnel cake. It's not because of people Because of AEW? Uh, yeah, it wasn't because it wasn't because of people going to the Sugar Ray concert. It's because um, somebody that I follow on Twitter, who's a big Universal Theme Park fan, had gone to the AEW tapings uh. on Saturday, and that they, they do two sessions, and so there's like a you know a, a couple of hours gap between sessions, I think. So at that break, he went into the parts to try and get some funnel cakes, and was, came back empty-handed. So that that's how I found out. Yeah. Well, that's good because Monday Night Raw is the absolute pits. Anyway, we're not here to talk about wrestling. So, I was like, um, do you want to talk about that? Because I'll talk about that. Girl. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> that that's another podcast for another day. And uh, let, let's really not start me down that road. But, um, so the first night you're there, you go to City Walk. Um, you, you've, by that point, been to Disney Springs, which is obviously a very different yeah. beast to City Walk, oh, yeah. you could say. Um, but what did you what did you actually think of City Walk? It was fine. Like, it's not Disney Springs, but it's not even, like, what I assume downtown Disney used to be. Like, it's very, very small. Like, we walked for about five minutes, and then we were at the parking lot. And I was like, oh, that's it. Okay, turn around. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it was very difficult to find somewhere to eat because everyone's really snobby about being reservation only, which I found strange. Unless you were like, you know, Panda Express or the hot dog place. Everett was like, we're actually reservation only, so we can seat you in five and a half hours. And you're like, oh, oh, all right, no worries. I'll go somewhere else. No hassle. That, um, I mean, that, that that is definitely a COVID thing because there's o- usually the only restaurant you might need to do that to, or do that with, rather, if I want to speak proper English, is uh, Toothsome's. Because that was always really... Oh, no, we did- busy but, we didn't even go that side of the lake yeah but but city walk generally you know most places especially you know a party of two 
Um, mm. You wouldn't. You, you might have a little bit of a weight some places, but it would be yeah, like go to the bar, we have were, a drink, and we'll get we you were a table. Expecting, like half an hour wait, maybe forty five minutes. Absolutely fine. We get it. We'll have a drink. But like coming back and saying like, oh, we can see you at like half ten when it's like six o'clock. No, <laughs> I'll be in bed by then. <laughs> I'm glad we talked about drink because um, I just remembered something. I was so rude. I didn't ask what everybody was drinking. Has everyone got drinks? Yep. Yes. Yep. Right, let's go for it. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is the what? As I said, look, I've, I've not recorded. Yeah, I've not recorded a podcast for two weeks. Right, this is this is probably the longest I've got in, in ages. Um, Sinead, what are you drinking? I now. have got a Jemison ginger and lime. <laughs> Back on the whiskey. That was yep. the whiskey talk we was doing earlier. Um, P Dubs. I haven't got one tonight. I completely forgot to get one. It, like, I don't know if you heard, because what happens is I get this record ready and then I make sure I've got everything set up. I didn't have a drink and I was very loudly making soda stream in the kitchen. <laughs> so if you heard some weird noises, that's what that was. Um, Mr. D. Um, I've got another one of these hard seltzers that I got at Christmas. So I'm just sort of working my way through those. What um, what flavour you got today? It's a rhubarb, uh, rhubarb and ginger flavour. Hell, I just said like. So, but I think that's the last one. Now. It's done. Lemon and lime and passion fruit and stuff, buddy. Rhubarb and ginger, yeah. amazing. Get my five a day as well, you know. Yeah, oh no, hundred percent, hundred percent. KP, what about you? Uh, some cranberry juice diluted with water. Ooh. was it cordial or was it actual cranberry juice that you just? No, down? actual actual cranberry juice. Oh, very posh. But if I drink it straight out, it's so sweet. I can't do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, okay, back to city world. So, Where um, <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, you couldn't get in anywhere, um, be- because of you know this new reservation. Yeah. So we ended whatever. up, we ended up, um, getting some hot dogs and fries because you know we hadn't had enough of those in the past week. And then we went and queued for Voodoo Donuts mm-hmm. because the queue wasn't actually that big and everyone in the queue kept saying, this is the smallest it's been all week. And so I was like, right, yo, here we, here we go then. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I had, now the queue, while we wait in the queue, like 15, 20 minutes maybe, it was fine. We had nothing else to do. Yeah. But I was having like a crisis as to which donuts I was going to buy because obviously we were only there for one night and I wanted them all. Yeah, and they have like a taster box, and I turned it, and I was like, "Would that be ridiculous if I bought that?" And he was like, "Yes, yes, it would." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Hang on, is that the uh, is the taster box the the one that's like the coffin? Got... Uh, oh, I'm not sure. It was like twenty five dollars, twenty, and it was the smaller ones. So they had a big one that was like sixty dollars or something, oh, right, and I wasn't okay. buying yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I think they had a smaller one that was a more reasonable price. It was like twenty something, and I was like, mm, "Do I? Don't I? I didn't." See the thing is, I I find with donuts, uh, especially from somewhere like that, is that you can buy, like you you might you know you only get to eat one at a time, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or or you know most people generally will eat one at a time, but they're gonna last like a day or so. So why not? Yeah, just so buy I ended six? up buying. I ended up buying. We ended up buying four. Ed right. only wanted one, and so I was like, "Well, these are the three that I've limited it down to, and I'm not leaving without them. So I'm getting all three. <laughs> 
Um, but I was so I was so nervous that they were going to be so expensive because I didn't even look beforehand to see how much they were. Mm. They're either exactly the same as the donuts we get here or cheaper. I was my yeah. mind was blown. They were so cheap. Yeah, it's what it's what um, a lot of people like about Voodoo Donuts is the fact that it's it's obviously you know where it is in the park or proximity to a theme park. You're expecting everything to be like massively marked up. And actually, they're mm. re- really reasonable. I mean, it's been a while since I've been, but I think they're slightly more expensive than going to Dunkin' Donuts. But oh yeah, well, like we buy have like a, a we dollar have or donut shops, you know, here that would specialize in donuts, and they'd be like three quid a donut. And so when we went there, the most expensive one they had, I think, was four dollars, and that was like the big one with the little steak in it. Did you? And I was like, on. oh, this is fine. Did you say a donut shop that specialises in donuts? What kind of witchcraft is this? No, you know what I mean. <laughs> Here, leave me alone. Do you want me to keep... I can stop talking. I don't care. There was a real donut craze in Ireland about, I want to say, like five years ago, and you yeah. could not move for donut shops. But a few yeah. of them lasted. It's, um, it's, it's weird. Like, we've definitely gone through stages of that. Like, yeah. I remember when Krispy Kreme first came over to the uk you started getting them kind of popping up in weird places and then cinnabon joined them and then duncan joined them and then duncan pulled out and then duncan came back in again and it's yeah it's weird but now we've got these kind of more boutique ones oh we've got mm. uh, mr d i think did you did you go to donut time yes yeah i like donut oh, time donut time are excellent i love their vibe yeah, I don't love their I've prices. I've yeah, never eaten good. one, but <laughs> I would like to eat one. The lotus one of them, uh, yeah, it's like like biscoff and lotus. Yeah. That's really good. You can't beat that. But what I think the donut time ones are a bit more on the expensive side, though, aren't they? Aren't they a bit more? They expensive? are, yeah, yeah, they are more so than more so than voodoo for sure. I mean, I know it's pounds and dollars, but definitely, we thought voodoo were pretty cheap when we went there. We were quite surprised. Who wants to start a donut podcast? Mm-hmm. Oh, don't tempt Craig. <laughs> donuts, donuts after that. Oh. Oh, at this moment in time, like Craig is currently trying to pitch about seven different podcast ideas to people in the team. The you man who at the start of the year was like, I'm too busy. I'm so busy. Ah. I won't be on the podcast. He doesn't want to do them. He just yeah. wants other people <laughs> to do them so he has more stuff to listen to while he's driving his bloody train. See, Sinead, <laughs> Sinead gets it. That's exactly, that's all it is. He's got no interest in this. He just wants to listen to people do it. So he's got something to listen yeah. to. That's it. Donuts After Dark, though. I think that can definitely work, Mr. D. We'll, 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 uh, we'll like, workshop yeah. that idea uh, later mm-hmm. on this week. Um, okay, so you've got your voodoos. You've had your Hot Dog Hall of Fame. Um, <laughs> hot Dog Hall of Fame. Um, you've gone back. You've watched some, some if you're watching AEW, great wrestling. And then yeah. you you slept and you're getting up early, right? Because you've got early park admission. Um, yeah. So you're going to so, have an early day. Yeah, that was the plan. And that's what we did. Um, we now for having a whole week of getting up early and getting to Disney for extra magic hours and having to wait behind thousands of people to then go to this, which was we woke up around the same time we might have been a teeny bit earlier but not that much earlier and we were there about 20 minutes before early park admission and i'd say we were about 10th in the queue 
we were that. right next to the gate i was like this is weird Beautiful. um but also it was freezing and i'd obviously only packed one pack of clothes because it was a one night trip and we were trying to pack as lightly as possible so that wasn't great i was very very cold but um it was fine we got over that so whoever early admission and then obviously the person in front of us their ticket didn't work so even though we were number 10 in line by the time they started scanning tickets every single other line had gone in about 50 people and i was stood behind this woman and she was like i don't know it worked before and this woman who was the the cast not cast member the team member she was like hmm uh warm up your finger because they're scanners they're like shit and so their finger scanners don't work. And she was like, blow on your finger, rub your fingers together. And I was like, let me in. <coughs> oh, my God. I mean, Mr. Day, P-dubs, you've obviously gone uh, many more times than uh, KV has. But I mean, I've, I've definitely experienced that myself. You must have you must have experienced that before, surely. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, it's a fairly regular occurrence. It's happened. It's happened to us as well, especially with the biometric mm. things. The biometrics don't always, for whatever reason, don't always work. I don't know if fingers are too sweaty, or you've washed your hands and haven't got any oil on them, or whatever. But you know that that can kind of hold up the queue quite a bit. And, and the so I've been, time, I've, you been don't want tutter, I've been a tutter that, and I've been a tutter. <laughs> oh, a I was. To the point where. The, this, yeah, the, 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 the worker beside us he pulled us from the line he stopped his line and was like come here to me and I was like thank you sir thank you thank you for letting me in he could obviously see I was about to fucking explode with anxiety for not being able to get in and he was like madam and I was like thank you but like his his cue was fucking flying. His cue was going like ninety mile an hour. I remember putting my finger down. I didn't hear anything. I didn't see anything. He was like, "Welcome." I was like, "Thanks, bye. See you later." <laughs> so, so um, we didn't ask actually. Uh, I actually let, let's just go back before I ask my next question. Let's just go back a second. So you mentioned your ten minute walk uh, to the parts of the hotel. It was lovely. I'm glad you said that because I mean I well the last. The last two times I've been, uh, I stayed at uh, Aventura and I stayed at Cabana Bay, which are obviously, um, you know, much further down the line mm-hmm. uh, than, than they are. Um, but I actually quite enjoyed that walk down like, nice. the river it's path. It's really relaxing. Stuff. Yes. Lots yeah. of greenery. The boat is nice. We were going to take the boat, but every time we thought about taking it, it didn't make any sense because we had to walk further to get the boat. Yeah. To walk back. It didn't make any sense. But um, no, it was really nice. And then when we walked home in the evening, there was real crickets. Like yes. it took me a while to realize they were real crickets. I know it sounds absolutely stupid, but like I was like, "Oh my god, they're real crickets!" That's not like a soundtrack. <laughs> no, no. That, I mean, uh, I have walked. Uh, there's at least one hotel where there is a bit of a soundtrack as you're walking towards it. Like there's some speakers in bushes and stuff like that. But uh, it, it's music. It's not cricket noises. So yeah, no, they, no, it was, was full on crickets. Yeah, they are real. <laughs> um, so, what, the the question I was going to ask you before I asked you that was, uh, where did you start? So, what, where was your um, early parking mission? So, it's Islands of Adventure. 
I couldn't tell you where we went. I have no idea. Uh, the, uh, the whole day of Universal feels like some kind of fever dream. I have no idea where it was <laughs> at any one time, to be honest. We were just going and we were always going straight. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, so we followed, it was the same as in Disney where like they make you, they push you down a specific path because you're early entry. Um, cause obviously there's only a few things you can go on. And we just kept yeah. following the signs for Velocicoaster cause obviously that's what we wanted to do first. And so we got there and we were like, what do we do with our bag? And she was like, oh, bring it in with you. The lockers are inside. We were like, grand. And she was like, actually your bag was pretty big. It's not going to fit pay two dollars and we were like oh and then we realized that the bag we brought was too big and so we had to pay two dollars for every single ride that we went on <laughs> oh god and i was like oh okay i didn't realize the cubbies were this small but i was like okay whatever we're here now tough shit but yeah. it was good because the clusterfuck of a mess of lockers inside Velocicoaster is crazy people are fucking dumb they look they just stand there staring at them and I was like, are you going to put your fucking bags in or what? We literally just like, I was like, excuse me, sorry, excuse me. Because obviously we didn't have a bag then anymore. I was literally barging through people, staring at lockers like they'd never seen a fucking wall before. Well, I mean, you know, walls are a very Disney thing, right? You know, people like to pose in front of them. I don't think anyone's posing in front of lockers at Universal. Oh, yeah, they were like, For what really? do I do with this? Yeah. What's the purpose? So anyway, uh, uh, we didn't wait to get on Lost Coaster. We basically just walked on. Okay. Um... And then walk straight back off. <laughs> Once we were finished it, because we were like, goodbye, Velocicoaster. See you never again. <laughs> so so Velocicoaster was not for you? It was so intense. It was <laughs> unbelievably intense. Like, I got off and I thought I was going to cry. I was like, whoa. <coughs> oh, man. Uh, I mean, like, to, to be fair, I think a lot of people have said like about how intense it is. So I think if you're if you feel like that about rides anyway, that's that's the one you've you've done first. So everything after that's gonna be a bit of a breeze, right? I used to fucking love roller coasters. I don't know what, but now I'm like none of these are enjoyable anymore. But as well, the Veloci with Velocicoaster, there's no over the head strap. It only clamps in like your like your waist. Yeah, your waist, I suppose. It only goes down like between your legs and clamps your waist. And um, it's not very tight. So when you go upside down, your whole body moves. Like your whole body comes out of the seat. And I actually thought I was going to die. Like I was like, this can't be safe. This is just not it. And the thing as well is, I think because we walked straight on, we had no waiting whatsoever. The only reason we had to wait was if we wanted the front row. Like we got to the bit where they load and he literally didn't even ask us. He was like, pick any seat you want. He was like, just go. I don't care. He was like, just pick any row. He was like, except for the front row. If you want the front row, you have to wait. We were like, okay, um, okay. And so we literally just walked straight on. I didn't have any processing time <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> and I think that didn't help. <laughs> um, but, you know, we both said, we're really glad we did it. We would have been upset if we hadn't have done it. But I don't think we'll ever do it again. <laughs> Amazing. The, the contrast between you, like, one and never again. And the people that are like, like literally walking back to the queue as soon as they're off to try and get as many rides in before it gets too busy is incredible. I, I felt it. like my soul left my body and then re-entered it before I got off the road. <laughs> What's a soul? Um, uh. So, you've, so you've obviously ridden roller coasters before, then, Kate. 
ridden roller coasters before. Yeah, I used to yeah. be a fucking adrenaline junkie. We used to go to Alton Towers. I was just about tall enough to ride everything. And I was like, let's go, bitches. And now I guess <laughs> I've turned 25 and I'm like, <coughs> I'll take Casey's. I'll, I'll see you on Casey's. Bye. <laughs> mm. Well, I mean, you know, you must still be able to appreciate it. Do you think it was a good roller coaster and it just wasn't oh, for yeah. you? Or? It was crazy. Like, it was a fucking mental roller coaster. It, um, it kept doing things that I didn't know it was going to do, if you know what I mean. Like, you know when you try and anticipate a roller coaster? No, couldn't anticipate this. It was mental. And the way it goes out into the water, like, that's where I thought I was going to die. And it goes so close to the ground and so high. Like, that peaky bit, that really tall bit, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like, you feel like you're in the sky. It's mental. And I, I was well because you're not strapped in by your shoulders, you're literally like oh okay this is this is what being a plane is like (laughs) (laughs) i think the thing is what's what's really funny as well is that until like 2010 uh i never really started to go on proper roller coasters so like the, the most extreme thing i've been on up until that point was big thunder mountain I suppose I did go on Space Mountain once at Disneyland Paris when it was the the original incarnation of that, and hated every every second of it. So it was only when I got much older that I started to do roller coasters again. So it's it's funny how you get to an age and you can change, if that makes sense. But yeah, I think it does make sense. I think quite a few people are like that. But... I would get more motion sick now. Than I ever on rides that before never would have bothered me, so there were definitely there were definitely changes going on, but never mind. Um, so Kate, you 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 got on the most extreme ride at Universal, the newest <laughs> most extreme ride. How did you follow that up? So then we went to go on Hagrid's. So I knew Hagrid's <laughs> wasn't open until. I knew Hagrid's wasn't open until park opening because they dicked us about and decided that for three weeks it wasn't going to be part of early admission. Yeah. But I was, but I said to Ed, I was like, look, I'm really sorry, but we have to queue because I can't trust that one, I'm going to come back here ever again, or two, that it's not going to break down later on in the day. Yeah. And I just, I really want to go. I was like, I really, this is the one ride I really want to go on. And if I don't go on it, I'll be quite upset. And he was like, that's no problem. We'll queue. I was like, great. So we queued and we we followed the queue and we went into, uh, I don't know if this is correct. It felt like Sinbad Theatre. Yes. I don't yeah. know if that's correct or not. Yeah, that's no, what it, it felt is. like. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. we were in the theatre with the stage and set. And it was all very nice. And we were queuing there. And it was only quarter past eight, I'd say. Because we were we got onto Velocicoaster and off really quick, maybe quarter past twenty past eight, and so I was like, okay, well this queue isn't going to move until nine o'clock. Is that okay? And he was like, yeah. We were like, okay. So we we said we said it. We knew what we were doing. That was fine. Then this poor couple, they came up behind us, and this woman, she had res- breakfast reservations for nine o'clock in the park somewhere, oh, and she joined the queue and she was chatting, and I was like, I'm really sorry. I was like, but this isn't open for early admission anymore. This queue isn't going to move till nine o'clock. And she was like, oh, what do I do? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't know. I'm just telling you. I'm like, I'm really sorry, but whatever. Anyway, they left. And then about five minutes later, the queue started to move quite drastically. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> so yeah, <clears throat> the queue started moving at half eight. 
and we were on and off the ride by five past nine. So I don't know if the queue had gotten so big that they had no choice and they were running out of extended queue or there was enough team members or whatever, but we were on and off by five past nine. Mm, That's good. To be fair, though, to be fair to you, she'd have missed a reservation. Yeah, she would have missed it anyway. <laughs> so you did. You weren't. You weren't wrong to say what you did. Well, no, my fact wasn't wrong. If you looked at the website, I was factually correct. What they decide to do in their own time—that's my, not my problem. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, uh, Hagrid's is is a fairly new ride as well. Um, only open uh, for a few months before the pandemic hit. Um, I'm guessing it's not as it wasn't as an extreme experience as. Uh, Velocicoast, but what did you make of Hagrid's? It wasn't as extreme, but it goes fucking fast. Like, way faster than I thought it was going to. Oh, it was yeah. great. I loved it. Our only point was that it kept not breaking down, but there was a lot of pauses. Right. Which I assume, because we didn't realise... Well, I didn't realise. I didn't give a fuck. But the to get onto the ride vehicle, it's a Omnimover trackway. So obviously, if anyone needs okay. help getting on or off, they have to stop it, yep. which I assume then affects all the other tracks on the ride. So we stopped, like momentarily paused or whatever, about three times on the whole thing, which was kind of a bummer because they almost felt like emergency stops because it goes so fast. And then you just right. sit there for about 30 seconds, 45 seconds. The music stops. Hagrid stops talking. And then all of a sudden you go again and you're like, oh shit, Jesus Christ. So it's not like it's part it's not like part of the ride though, where you're like, oh sudden, sudden it's like just someone switched on, switch again. And there was a part where we were going into the Forbidden Forest and the music had switched off, the dialogue had stopped, and all you could hear was the track switching behind you. And it was like and I was like, Oh, this is a bit unthematic. But I was like, Oh, whatever. <laughs> but that that was worth that that was worth the queue time. Uh, yeah, considering we didn't really wait, because once it started moving, it w- it was very quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it was fantastic. I still would like even with those like pauses, it was still a fantastic ride. And if the queue hadn't have been so fucking crazy, we would have got again. Actually, we got off and we collected our bag, and there was no one watching who was coming in to collect their bag and who was putting their bag in. So we were pretty sure that we could just have walked back out of there and walked straight back into the queue. That's good. That is good. We didn't. But I was like, who's going to stop? No one's watching. Like, none of the team, none of the people were watching anything. Like, we had to, every time we needed help, I had to actively go up to someone and they turned around and was like, oh, there's someone in there that can help you. And I was like, I don't think there is, but okay, thanks, bye. <laughs> Because why would I have come out to you if there had been someone in there? But okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I had issues with the, the the team members there, which is why I never actually got to ride it uh, when I was there. But uh, Mr. D, you you got to go on it, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, just one time, but uh, I loved it. I thought it was really good. Um, look forward to trying to get on it when we go later this year. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, we got lucky because it broke down. Uh, and a lot of people left the queue, and we we didn't queue for it because it was a big it was a big queue at that point. It was like two hours or two and a half hours or something. And we went somewhere else, and we came back, 
and we asked the cast member and they said, oh, it's just, just come back up again. And at that time, the queue, was, there was still an hour's worth of people there. We thought, right, let's give it a go. So we, we queued, but we, it's a bit of a nail biter then because it was a, quite unreliable then. I think it's a lot mm. better now. So you, you could easily queue up for an hour and then five minutes before you get on it, it breaks down again for another couple of hours. You know, you mm. could you could waste your time, but we were lucky. We got we got on it pretty, less than the hour, I think, probably only about oh, 45 nice. minutes we waited. Yeah, but it was great. I really liked it. I thought it was a great coaster. It looks really Quite fun. different. Yeah. So, what was next, Kate? Okay, by that time I had to relax because I was so worked up by this whole day. So, <laughs> so then, so I went back to the hotel, set for four hours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So we went and so we were in Hogsmeade because you're in Isles Adventure, and Hogsmeade is kind of boring to be honest. It just looks like London. Not London. It looks like a small countryside. Country. What am I trying to say? It looks like a small English country village with snow on it. And since I've seen a lot of those, I was like, no, okay. Um, so we went to the Three Broomsticks because I was hungry. Um, that, I think that was like our longest queue of the day was the Three Broomsticks because nobody apparently in there had ever ordered food in their entire life. And it was just very confusing, even though there was only six items on the menu. Um, so that was fine. We eventually got through there and I got pumpkin juice, which was vile. Oh, it was oh, absolutely yeah. disgusting. Because I knew I didn't, I knew I didn't like butterbeer, so I was like, "Oh, we'll give this one a go." Because it came with the meal. Uh, I had about three sips and threw it away. It was disgusting. Yeah, uh, I did the same thing when I was there. I was like, "Oh, pumpkin juice," and it came in like a cute bottle that had a pumpkin on it, which I think I still have somewhere. And I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna love this." It was the most violent thing I've ever drank. When I was- uh, it doesn't even taste like pumpkin. It's gross. Yeah, it's it's very weird. I mean, uh, like you, Shanae, that's that's what we did in our first trip. We were just it only just opened then as well but we were just buying all of that kind of stuff because it looks cool at home uh but mrs d did you say you've never had pumpkin juice uh no i don't think i have but i actually thought i actually thought kate said pumpkin cheese that'd be something i'd try if it was the yeah. if it was there though isn't that called mm. red leicester i don't know maybe, maybe me maybe <laughs> yeah um, so what did you? No, uh, I tried the butter beers, but never, uh, never pumpkin never juice. Pumpkin don't, juice. No. don't. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. waste your your money. No. It's if you're gonna no. buy like 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 with Sinead, if you're gonna buy the bottles to like bring it home because it's a nice little display piece, fine. Just just don't make the unfortunate uh, assumption that it's actually. Oh, edible. they didn't have any of the souvenir cups. Anything souvenirie, they didn't have it. Everything was being served in a plastic cup. Oh, oh. No, to I, I think. See, I never got a souvenir cup in uh, in any of the restaurants. The only place I got a souvenir cup was uh, the stands that did beverages. So I don't no, know. No, but if... they had them like on on the little signs. They had extra oh, five dollars okay. for a souvenir cup, but then oh, underneath yeah. it, it was like no cups available. <laughs> <laughs> they obviously use that the same big... suppliers as the um, the lightsaber. Uh, Carry that was, pets. I was supposed to say, it was a big theme for the two weeks, well, was, sorry, no. <laughs> and, and on a similar theme, obviously the same suppliers as Disney's plastic cheese, because that's in short supply now as well. Really? Yeah. What is the world coming to? I know. You can't, yeah, you get can't plastic cheese or pumpkin cheese. Can't, you Ooh. can't even find plastic cheese in America. What's the point of living? Um, so, so I've not eaten in free broomsticks for breakfast but i did eat in the 
the equipment. Well, I, I can't remember what the equivalent is in um, in in Diagon Alley, but yes, yeah, So I had I've had the breakfast in the in the leaky cauldron. I'm assuming it's probably quite similar. But what did you actually end up having, Kate? It was some kind of uh uh like full English type thing, but not a full English. It was called a British breakfast, I think, but it came with a yeah. croissant. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the most nice. it, these weird baked beans, which don't taste like like British baked beans. They taste like American baked beans, where the sauce is a bit different, and some sausage and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like it was expensive. Well, not a, it was expensive for theme park food, but I didn't. Yes. We didn't have a choice. So it was fine. But then, like, we split it because Ed just had the croissant and got he got a tea. Because it was the first time we'd seen tea the whole time. Because obviously you're in England. Um, yes. And then I ate the rest. I say ate the rest. I left a lot of it. It wasn't very good. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 very weird. As in me and Craig went there for breakfast. Um, that's where... So I think we paid about $25 for our breakfast. But it's because we bought the dining plan. They told us basically buy the dining plan. And you spent like $25 and you kind of got your breakfast included in that and then you got uh, a snack and a drink later on or something another like yeah fine everyone around weird. us was paying with some kind of vouchers and i right. think that's what was holding up a lot of the lines but we yeah. got to this woman and she was like uh, a voucher and i was like no cash she was like she almost i swear to god i think she wants to say thank god she was like oh and i was like no just we're gonna tap a tap of cards let's let's move let's rock and roll because this is the longest queue i'm gonna wait in all day let's go <laughs> um but yeah, no, there was no option like that. And everyone in the queue was just fucking stupid. It was very annoying. So you've had your breakfast. You've yeah. done you've you've basically <laughs> conquered the two um probably most problematic rides to experience in terms of like queue and, and everything like that. So you've already knocked those out of the park, literally. Yeah. So what, quite literally. So so what what was your plan after that? So our plan from that was go straight and just keep going until we come back around in a circle and get on the train. That was basically our plan because I knew it was all one big circle. And I was like, if we just keep walking, we'll hit it all. So we went up and we did the teeny tiny little hippogriff one that we just about both fit in. Um, And that was cute. It was a cute 30 seconds of my life. That was fine. Um, we got off and then we went on whatever the other Harry Potter ride is there that's Forbidden in the journey. castle. Forbidden journey. Ugh, that, I thought I was going to throw up. <laughs> it was, I didn't know what it was. I didn't hardly, I did very little research for Universal bar that episode that we had. And we got on and I was like, what is going on? Like it was a cool theory of a ride. But after we got off, I was like, I think I'm going to be sick. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, and this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like when that ride first opened, we went on it about I don't know. We went on it quite a lot that trip. Um, but when I went back with Craig the first time, I went on it and I came off feeling absolutely sick to the gills, and I'd never mm-hmm. had that before. And I don't know if it's where the ride is a little bit older now. You know, it's it's. 12 years old or whatever i know it's been uh you know repaired and whatnot but i don't know if it's just the technology or it's just my age uh, and being more sensitive to that motion uh but yeah now 
if I know I'm going to Universal, I take an anti-sickness t- tablet for that reason because, mm. and it worked when I when I went back last time and I did exactly that. Took a pill before I left the hotel room and hit the parks. All the rides that made me feel green. The previous trip, I had no problems with, but it yeah, the motion does. Uh, but it's an impressive ride, right? The actual yeah, it was good. thing itself. And like, but like I like we obviously had the express pass for everything. And there's actually no express pass sign at, outside that ride. And so I stood there and I was like, does it have express? I don't know. And the cast members were stood there just staring at us. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go down here. And then it wasn't until halfway through the, the queue that it had a sign for express, but it was too late then. We couldn't switch the queue. And I was like, why were they just staring at us? Because we literally had our cards that had express pass and big yellow fucking writing. And I was like, hmm, I wonder where the express entrance is. And the team, they were just standing there staring at me like I was an idiot. <laughs> I was like, okay. So hey, luckily, the queue wasn't very long anyway, so it didn't matter. But like, we would have saved at least five minutes. <laughs> I mean, when, so again, going back to that first trip, and, you know, when we went, the park had uh, been open for about three months at that point, And the queue for that attraction was about two two hours ish to get in but what you found was once you got inside uh the castle because we were queuing out into like the greenhouse area of the castle when you actually got mm-hmm. into the castle the reason why it was taking so long is because people were just standing taking photos of everything watching all of the uh you know the portraits talking and all that kind of stuff so you know i think a lot of that novelty is obviously gone because you know you see it once or twice and you know you can walk past it all mm. but it's, you know that that is something that affect used to affect the queue a lot more than it does now so oh no, yeah like there was a woman in front of us and she was taking photos with a kid and she turned around she's like i'm so sorry i was like it's okay we're, we're not it's not like there's a queue take your time yeah. <laughs> like genuinely i was like there's no one behind me it's okay you can take your two minutes with your children to take a nice cute photo relax it's fine <laughs> so um Jurassic Park was closed? Yeah, it was closed. I was very upset. We don't talk about it. <laughs> Just like Bruno, we don't talk about it. Um, so yeah. I'm assuming um, if you're going up, if you're going kind of like in a, in a circle, so was the next attraction you, you come across Kong? Yeah, and it was shit. <laughs> <coughs> oh, man. It was funny. so bad. And I was sat at the edge and all it did was give me bruises on my leg. And you know what, right? This is my biggest pet peeve with Universal and COVID is that they have the 3D switched on on all the rides, right? But their glasses don't fit on your fucking mask. So you have to hold them with two hands so they don't fly off. Or you could be like every other person that's there and pull your mask down under your chin and just wear them and give everyone COVID. (laughs) <laughs> so we had I you we used 3D glasses in Disney for like Muppet Vision and stuff. Mm. And they sat on the mask. Nice. I can mold them around, no problem. Whatever they're made of in Universal, they do not sit on the mask whatsoever. They just fly off. They're like, woo, see you later. And they fly off into the distance. Well the You ones... have to like hold them with two hands. They don't they're like square. They don't bend yeah. at all. They don't fit to a face. Well, yeah, because um, the universal, the universal three D glasses are like metal frame, aren't they? They're they're oh, I don't know. They were solid. They're they're really solid. They're not that kind of flimsy plastic. 
that mm. Disney use for their ones. So that's not that's so not they did, defending. I'm just saying they didn't fit on. They didn't stay on my face. Like we were on Kong, the thing moves violently, like erratically, and they fell off my face. <laughs> and then the whole ride was me getting jammed into the fucking side of this thing, like I was getting abused by the car. And I was like, let's get off this shit TV ride. <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling to find what the problem is. I mean, that to me sounds exactly <laughs> what that that's the experience I expect from from Kong. Look, I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, Skull Island. I like I I'm very nostalgic for it because, like we talked about in a recent Patreon episode about King Kong, like the original confrontation ride was the the thing that made me first want to ever go to a theme park. I never got to go on that. And this is not the same ride at all, but it at least kind of gives me some some kind of Kong action uh, at Universal. But um, yeah, if you're if you're fight, I mean, I've never gone on it and had a fight with 3D glasses, so uh, I can imagine that. No, it was the mask fun. because people were people were pulling their masks down and wearing them just fine. That's weird, isn't it? Although I suppose well, I, I suppose the problem is, isn't it, is that all masks are different, so yeah. you know. Uh, I imagine some masks it probably wouldn't be that much of a problem especially if they're really like soft and floppy over the nose but if you've got one mm. that's properly supposed to work which I know you were wearing then mm. yeah that's that's not going to fly is it getting yeah, penalised for trying to save fucking lives am I right <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, so did you did you do anything in Toon Lagoon uh... or did you just walk right through Toon Lagoon I think we just walked right through it. Oh, it's the right thing to do. <laughs> I mean, you, there's, you know, you've got Popeye and you've got Dudley Do rights, and neither of those rides are, are really worth your time of getting soaked for. Um, yeah. And then did you... it wasn't warm. It wasn't warm enough to do any water rides. I was. It was too cold. And and the, and the thing is, with Do, especially with Popeye, like you're not even gonna like get a little bit wet. You will get absolutely drenched. So you mm. you can't do that in in cold weather at all. Just, just no fun. Um, so I'm assuming then you'd have ended up in Marvel. Yes, uh, it was cool. Marvel was cool. It felt like being in a comic book. Um, yes. We did Spider Man, and again, fucking glasses. Um, but Spider Man was great. It was a fantastic ride, where I was like surprised by the actions that were happening, and I was like, woo, wow, woo. Um, but yeah, no, really good. We would have gone back to do Spider-Man again at the end of the day, only for the fact that we were on com- the completely opposite side of the other park and I wanted to go home. <laughs> but we reasons. were, I, but we, we would have gone back. I think if we were a little bit less tired, just a little bit less, we would have taken the trip and gone back. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was a really good ride. Um, Big fan, and we also liked the um the shops there as well. They had proper comic books in them and good merch and some good um character representation as well. Yeah, did you do? You, do you find it funny? Uh, well, I'm assuming they had characters out. Oh yeah, we passed um Wolverine, yeah, and Captain America. Oh, but Captain America was wearing a mask, so you could literally <laughs> only see his eyes. <laughs> Like his eyeballs, because obviously he was wearing his like eye mask. So it was. I was like, I'm not taking a picture of him. He's scary. <laughs> Isn't it? But do, do you not fight? Because 
I mean, I love I love Marvel uh, Superhero Island, but um, when you see the characters in their comic book costumes coming out for meet and greets, you kind of realise why they make the cosmetic changes they do in the films. Yeah, they look a bit goofy. Yes. Which isn't their fault. It's how they're drawn. No, but like... oh no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, on the one hand, that's what you want to see, especially if you're a comic book fan, but when you see them in real life, you realise that's why they all had to wear black leather costumes for X-Men films. Because yeah. <laughs> they just look too nuts. Um, did you do any other rides at Marvel? We did Hulk. Here we go. Um, I'm very excited to hear this Hulk story yeah. based off last week's episode. So, by this stage, I think I was overwhelmed that we were doing things so quickly. And I knew that thought that was the plan. Now that was the plan. I know the plan was to get through as much as possible, forgo some of like the experience. Do you know what I mean? Because we were there to get our money's worth for rides, and that yeah. was the plan, and that was fine. But by this stage, we'd done nearly all of Islands Adventure in like two hours. So we got we got on Hulk, and we queued for Hulk, and we'd found out the Hulk had actually just come up from being down. So the regular queue was like three hours long. Um, and obviously we've gone through Express and that was fine. But this is the first queue that was all inside, very close together. A lot, a lot of teenage tour groups that wouldn't wear their masks and not even like just pulling them down, over, just straight up not wearing them, just not giving a shit. And I think that freaked me out a little because everyone was so close together and there was more people not wearing masks than there were wearing masks. And then, so we queued for about half an hour, I'd say, and we got on. I think I was already anxious before we'd even gotten on it. But then we got on it, all clipped up, the most secure fucking roller coaster I've ever been on. Uh, we went on it. I had the most terrible experience ever. I was screaming out of like terror not woo more like ah <laughs> the whole time uh it was like my head was absolutely bashing against the side because I'm a little bit shorter and so it doesn't fit the thing didn't fit in my head didn't fit in the thing properly and then my mask was coming off over my ears so my ear was bent in half and so we went around a corner and my head went bash into the side and it like sandwiched my ear together and it was so sore. And for some reason, that was my breaking point because then we got off the ride and Ed turned to me and he was like, that was great. And I just burst into tears. <laughs> Sorry. And he so was, no, it's funny. You can laugh. I laugh. <laughs> and then he was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> so we got off because he was trying to talk to me and I was like, stop talking to me. I'm crying in front of all these people. I don't even know why I'm crying. <laughs> Um, and so he got his bag we had some water this poor kid was staring at me like she felt I think she felt I she stared at me like why is this grown woman bawling her eyes out in the middle of a theme park and on the ride that I'm just about to queue up for yeah <laughs> that was the thing and then I felt bad because I was coming off the ride bawling my eyes out because obviously I just felt like a bit over anxious at the day because we'd done stuff so quickly and I was just a tad bit overwhelmed and it got it and it hit its hitting point on a fucking roller coaster. Um, and I was like, no, this is rough. I'm sure the roller coaster was actually really fun. I couldn't remember a fucking tap of it if you asked me. <laughs> it went fast. 
it went really fast and that's all i remember <laughs> to, to me like that the so i i didn't have this uh, a completely similar experience to you because with me uh I, I didn't cry after i came off but what i do share with you is like my head was it felt like a pinball yeah like, it was bouncing around it. so I much really... I didn't enjoy that it was like knocking my head about, which is the once you said it was the exact same experience that I get on rock and roller coaster, which yeah. I hate. Like I don't enjoy that. And I think on top of everything else, then I was like, well, I didn't like that. I think at that point, then I hadn't liked Velocicoaster and I didn't like this. And I was like, why have I spent all my money to come and cry in a theme park? <laughs> so I'll get to the other, the, the most extreme roller coaster later. Um, Sinead, you, you didn't get to go on the Hulk. Did you? No, it was down for a refurb when I was there. Yeah, that's um, what I thought. I think it opened up like a few weeks after we were there. So it didn't just go on Hulk, but did go on Rip Ride Rocket, which yeah. was a time. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that whether Kate's been on it or not uh, when we get over there. Mr. D, what, 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 uh, how do you feel about the Hulk? You a fan? Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I am. I, I, I don't like it because it's, it's just a cracking takeoff. Mm. Um, but it's kind of weird because they changed the track, didn't they? A uh, year, a couple of years ago, they yeah. redid the track. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's actually worse since they've redone it because we went on it just after they'd redone it, and I, I kind of said to Kenny, oh, you know, because she doesn't like roller coasters where she gets her head banged around either. Well, who does? But, mm. um. You know, I said, oh, they've redone the track, so it should be good. And, and she'd been on the Hulk lots of times, never really had a problem with it. Um, but yeah, she came off all battered, you know, and um, wasn't wasn't a fan. So I definitely think the new track, kind of weird, but I think it's it's worse. Just, just funny, think it's it? rougher than it used to be. Yeah. It's so weird, because, yeah, surely the whole idea of, of doing that, you know, of making those changes is mm. to... Uh, make things better, make things smoother, whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah, that is, uh, yeah. I mean, that's, the problem is, like for me, I've only been on it since the refurb. Mm-hmm. Now, my wife went on it lots, um, you know, pre-refurb. So, but she's not been back since. So, it'd be interesting when we get to whenever that is. But when we get to go together again, and uh, we can go yeah. on it, how she'll, uh, you know, if if her feelings on it will change as well. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so I mean that's well, I mean, I I don't know KP. I mean there's a couple more attractions in Marvel, but I mean ones that I would never recommend people doing at the best of times anyway. Um did you did you do anything else there? Did you go over to Zeus? Uh so I had my panic attack. We um I got a churro and a coke. We sat down next to this lovely woman who had two kids and a buggy. Um and that was fine. I took my moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, bit upset because the churro said it came with chocolate sauce and didn't. But you know, we live in like. Uh, he's, he's, I tell you what, the, the the one of the most disappointing experiences in the last few years didn't happen in the theme park, but was churro based. Was getting a churro from Taco Bell, which said it came with a chocolate sauce and it was a caramel sauce. And no, the sauce, that's not the what sauce, was advertised. The sauce was fine, like you know, it was okay. But when you're expecting chocolate sauce and that's what you get, disappointment absolute disappointment so i i feel yeah, you i feel you an american fountain coke was exactly what i needed that really really picked me back up yep um so no we didn't go on anything else 
in that area because I knew we didn't. It was like, there's industry, no point in us doing that. And then we walked through Zeus Landing. And by this point, I was um, obviously entering my fever dream state because everything was just fucking colours and spin and light and sound. And <laughs> um, But no, Zeus Landing was cool. We, we didn't go on anything, but we did see the cat in the hat, thing one, thing two, the Lorax, um, and the Grinch, the like cartoon version um, yeah. where they were all in their costumes. And we saw them and I took pictures of them all and that was really cute. Um, nice. And then I think that might have been it. And then we got on the Hogwarts Express because we'd done the full loop. Yep. Yeah. So then we got on the Hogwarts Express. That was really nice. Um, again, people just not listening. Um, you were told get into cabin one and the people next to us decided that they didn't want to go into cabin one and so they just sound whatever fucking cabin they wanted oh, and then when they do that two people got oh. on the end and were like oh there's no more room for us in cabin six and the cast member had to come in and go why is there only four of you in here because we obviously we were cabin one so we were the first one to get loaded and we were like i don't know this is the cabin we were told to get into and then the two idiots came back and they were like complaining that oh i didn't hear her say anything and Oh, I would have heard if she told us which cabin to go into. And I'm like, well, everybody else somehow managed it. So, uh, right, here we go. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, what did you make Diagon Alley, Diagon Alley, let's go. Um, yeah, it was cool. I really liked it. I liked the train. It's very simple, but very nice. It's cute. Yeah. 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 I, think that's, I think that's a good sum up. It's what I really wish was in the harry potter experience in london i think it's the one thing that's really missing from that that would make it really really good yeah yeah because on the one in london you just walk through it and it's stationary but i think if they had some sort of like fake moving train that would be really cool so um you've ended up in diagon alley yes yeah, so we came out obviously we come out through the train station and by this time, I was like, wow, this is really cool. I had like obviously calmed down and I was like, I was back at it again. And so why I love the night bus. The night bus is one of my favorite things ever about Harry Potter. Um, so we took some pictures with the night bus and then we walked down all Grimmauld Place and watched the people all knock on the doors. Um, and then we walked into Diagon Alley, which was too busy. <laughs> way too busy um but like as we walked in the dragon went off so that was cool um and i was like wow and i was like yeah look at that thematic um and so again didn't really know where to go Diagon Alley was really cool hogsmeade bit shit Diagon Alley was really cool like you really felt like you were there obviously like all the buildings are like crooked and falling on top of you and harry potter ish um so i think we went in we turned right we went into like all the little shops <clears throat> didn't buy anything because it was all the stuff that you can get generally now there was like nothing special and it was all wildly expensive i did look at the robes did not realize they were like 280 dollars and swiftly put it back um but if you get the if you get the deluxe robes i mean you can buy the, the like the cheap looking robes for like 50 or whatever they are no, there was no no. There was no ropes for fifty dollars. Oh, they're not. They're not all. Uh, they're not all that expensive. There are. There are. Oh well, they only had the the only ones they had were two hundred and something. <laughs> they 
because I checked. I checked all so you the didn't racks. Buy, you didn't buy two, and then? I was like, "No, what?" For, like for two hundred eighty dollars, you you didn't think, "Oh, I'll just buy two. No, I checked all the racks <laughs> as well. I checked all of them because I was like, "Surely they're not. Surely the only ones aren't two. They were." I found more expensive ones again, but I didn't find any cheaper ones. Mr. D, I'm not going mad, am I? That then, like, there are cheaper robes available, aren't there? Uh, I don't know. Everything Unless they've got expensive. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. I mean, again, uh, I, I don't think I looked at them other than the first time we were there, but I want to say they were like the, the robes we were looking at were like fifty, sixty dollars. Yeah, I mean, that, more like it. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, they normally have like different different uh, flavors, you know, different materials and whatnot to to bump up prices. But I'd be amazed if that if two hundred eighty dollars or whatever it was is like the new kind of standard price. That sounds. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. that does seem over the top. Yeah. yeah I'm sure there's five you can get them for nine ninety nine. Yeah, Primark. Or pennies. Go there. Walmart. <laughs> Walmart. Um sorry, Kate. So you look so other than expensive robes. Yeah, we went we looked in all the shops. We went down Nocturne Alley, that was cool. Um Yeah, it was it was just interesting. It was cool. Like we didn't buy anything because I also didn't want to buy anything because, you know, like J.K. Rowling. Um, and I think I'd already contributed to that enough because I knew I was going to buy a jumper, a Hufflepuff jumper. And I was like, that is, I cannot spend any more on this, uh, this theming. So we did all the shops and then we did Escape from Gringotts. I'm really glad we had Express for that because the queue was like three hours because we weren't looking at the queue times because we didn't need to. We knew that we were going in the Express queue, but it wasn't until I got out that I realized that that queue was like three hours. So I was like, fuck that. I was not going to queue three hours for that. Um, <clears throat> Escape from Grimwatts was really cool. It was the only time where they had to move me to a different seat because I didn't fit. Um, but the person who got in before me didn't fit and the person who got in after me didn't fit on that one exact seat. So I'm blaming the seat <laughs> because wow. people got in before us and it wouldn't click. And this was just like a man, a regular size man. And she was like, we'll change you to a different seat. And then I got in and she was like, you need to push it down like half, half a centimeter more. And I was like, uh, no, <laughs> I was like, I can't. So I was like, can you push this? And she was like, no, we're not allowed to push them. And I was like, well, I can't push it. I'm sitting down. I can't put my force on it. And she was like, okay, no problem. Get off and we'll put you in a better seat. And then, so I got off and that was fine, whatever. And then the man who got in after me, it also didn't work for him. And so I felt a bit better. <laughs> I think I, I could be getting my stories confused, but I'm almost certain that that's the ride that uh, Stuart had a problem on, Craig's friend Stuart. Um, same thing, couldn't get couldn't get the uh, restraint down enough. But I've been on all of the other ones. I've been on all of the other rides. Not an issue. I was like, click, 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 click. And they were like, great, you're good to go. And it was this one ride, this one seat. It's because of the, because I had the same issue with my note back in 2015. They could squish into the seat because this woman nearly broke my legs trying to get me into the seat. (laughs) Um, But it's because if you have bigger legs, because of the way the restraints are, if you at all carry your weight in your legs, Gringotts is going to be a struggle for you because the same thing happened to me. Um, and it was purely just because I have larger legs. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it was a calf. very common thing. I think it was a calf thing, Stuart. Yeah. I was almost, I'm, I'm sure it was that and not the other ride I was thinking it was a mummy, but I'm sure Craig said it was it was Gringotts that he had an issue yeah. with. But, 
Uh, but you enjoyed that one. Yeah, I just went to the back then and they gave me a seat that was wildly bigger. Now, my question is, if that seat at the back could be bigger, why can't they all be bigger? <laughs> well, I can tell you why, because it means there's less seats. Yeah, but, oh, I was just stupid. Anyway, um, but it was like, this one was wildly bigger. Like, I felt like a, I felt like a child in it. I was like, hey, this seems dramatic. <laughs> I felt like I was going to fall into the seat then, because um, I'm so short. But anyway, yeah, that was a, that was a really fun ride. I really, I really liked that one. Good. I wouldn't have queued three hours for it, though. No. No. I, I, uh, I think the longest I queued up was about 45 minutes, and I think that's that's reasonable. But yeah, I, w- I don't think any ride really is worth a three-hour queue. But the fun thing was, we realised at that point, we were doing the tick off all the theme park rides that Donald Gleason is in. Because... Oh, nice. <laughs> We were like, oh my god, there's Donald Gleason again. Look at him. <laughs> Seen him twice already this trip. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, he's he, he's featured quite heavily in that one as well. Mm. That's true. Um, okay, yeah, so uh, there's only what that's the only attraction there. Uh, unfortunately, oh, yeah. the we, I land, wanted to but... go to the ice cream shop, but there was mm. a queue like, there was a ridiculous queue, and I was like, nope, never mind. Um, so uh, then we left because there was nothing else to do. Um, because I wasn't buying a wand and spending all day playing with the wand because that's not why I was there. So we left and then we went to the left and we went to what's next thing? Men in Black. Black. Yep. Men in Black was great. I highly enjoyed Men in Black. That was so much fun. I would have played Men in Black all day. Yeah, that's good. You're one of those people. (laughs) What? That likes fun? Sure. Call it fun. Uh, no, you... I, 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 I have a, I have a love hate thing with with Men in Black because on the one hand I think they could do something much better with the space that they've got, uh, and still keep it like a flat ride or something. But, um, yeah, I mean shooting games are fun, right? And I think yeah, exactly. When you're used to, and obviously you're you're very used to like uh, Buzz Lightyear, space mm-hmm. ranger spin, right, or whatever it's laser blast, whatever it's called. Um, when you go on when you do Men in Black after having done that, the difference in quality of like the you know, what you're shooting at and stuff is just, just Oh yeah, so I different. didn't know. I was randomly I couldn't even pinpoint to you what I was doing. I was like beep, 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 beep. I wasn't even looking where I was going. I was like, surely this doesn't matter. I was like, who knows where the who knows where the blazers are? Yep. Yep. It's very true. Um did you enjoy the gift shop afterwards which just plays the Will Smith Men in Black song on a constant loop? statue of batman in it we were very confused of who it didn't have it's batman uh, it had a bunch uh, of batman memorabilia in it yeah it's it sometimes ends up because there's not uh there's not much many black merchandise so sometimes you do no. find really random stuff i'm sure there was some doctor who stuff mm. in there a while ago there was yeah, like a signed was, yeah. a signed <laughs> utility belt from someone who played batman yeah <laughs> Adam Wee. You get a lot of random stuff in the shop that used to be at the exit for Shrek as well. You get Doctor Who stuff in there. And yeah. Just a real a real mix of stuff. Well, this is this is the problem with having things like Shrek, having things like Men in Black, where the franchises are dead. Because when no you know, when Men in Black first came out, like opened as a ride, you know, they were still making films, so that means there's action figures and there's like, you know, t-shirts and, and all other bits of merchandise well there's nothing anymore 
So it's only going to be what Universal are willing to pay money on, and it's normally those little guns and t-shirts. Yeah. So you've got to fill the stuff, the the room up with. It's like actually reminds me of T two. Do you remember T two, Mister D? Before that closed, mm-hmm. that just became like the generic sci fi shop. It did, yeah. Didn't it? Just just yeah. you know, Walking yeah, yeah. Dead and Doctor Who yeah. and Marvel. It like just weird, just weird hodgepodge yeah. of stuff because they had no just Terminator two merchandise anymore. <laughs> um. Well, I, that's good, Kate. I'm glad that you uh, you enjoyed Men in Black. Did you did you uh, win? Did you beat Ed or no? <laughs> I can't remember. So, what our three games, our three shooty games were Buzz, uh, Toy Story, Midway Mania, and this. And I think by this stage we'd already played the other two, and I kicked his ass at Midway Mania, and he beat me in Buzz. I think he beat me in this one, but I think by like 200 points. I think it was something very small. Right. Um, but um, just as a side note, if they ever brought out Midway Mania as like something that I could play on the daily, I'd never get off of it. Well, I mean, they, they, they did. On, uh, you... Yeah. Yeah. They had it on the Wii. Mm-hmm. I had it on the Wii. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the same. Yeah. You can I meant like on the, the big vehicle, like somewhere I could go play in the vehicle. Well, I mean, just. Ah, right. Just, just buy like um, one of those love seats, isn't that what they're called? And get someone to spin me around on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just put some, just put those, uh, you know, get those coasters on it that you can, you know, move around on. And yeah, why not? Just pretend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? So, okay, with with those three games, so uh, which one do you think is is the best shooting game in Florida of those three? Midway Mania, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's a cracking, cracking attraction. Yeah, it's yeah, so much fun. Many. It makes so much sense for kids. Mm. It's so much simpler for kids. And it just makes sense. It's very easy to get a hold of very quickly. And you can actually direct things a lot easier. Whereas with, obviously, Men in Black, it's who knows. But then for Buzz as well, it's obviously very difficult because the lasers are so small that yeah. you might be shooting at something very and not actually hit anything. So I think for like overall enjoyment for young kids especially, it's definitely the best one. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's reasonable. Um, did you? Well, so, so I'm guessing the next area you end up in was Springfield. Yeah, we did the Simpsons ride. I it was fine. <laughs> we got off it, and I was like, "Oh, that seems like a waste of space." <laughs> well, that, that was sick of that one. Yeah, some people like it. No, sick. no. Yeah. We did have a lovely um, group of. Uh, I assume they were Mexican, but they spoke Spanish. And this woman was screaming the whole time. She was like, oh, woo! Oh, woo! And I was like, love. <laughs> of all the things to scream at in this theme park, <laughs> this is not the one. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah, Craig Craig hates The Simpsons now because it makes him feel sick when he comes off of it every time. I just uh, thought so it was quite, quite dull. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> We've talked about it before. I mean, it was obviously that was Back to the Future, and they've not really changed too much since it's Back to the Future. But you, you kind of understand why that would work better as a as an attraction than The Simpsons does. Yeah. The same thing, but yeah. Um, but what did you make of Springfield as an area? Because it's it's like a little land, isn't it? Really. Yeah, I thought it would be bigger. It was quite small. Um, it was fine. I, it didn't feel very immersive. Do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't feel like I was in the cartoon. Like, uh, 
Marvel Superhero Island felt more immersive than this, if you know what I mean. Uh, I think it's. I think with Marvel, I think because they've got these massive, like cardboard, yeah, faces. I think it makes it feel all kind of enclosed and stuff. Whilst here, they've replicated the look of the buildings, but as 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 real buildings rather than trying to make mm. them look animated. Yeah. So but, um... I, I get what you mean. Yeah, and then again we went into the food area. Again, the set like the longest queue. The longest queues we had in Universal were to get food. Um, so we queued, oh, I want to say for like 45 minutes to get some food for lunch. And we ended up getting chicken burgers, I think. I actually can't remember. But again, so they the meal is a chicken burger, tater tots, and a drink. And so you go up to the thing, you're like, I'd like the meal, and this is what I'd like for a drink. And then they basically spit at you and are like, this isn't where you get the drinks. You get the drinks at the other place and then turn around and walk away. And I was like, okay, no problem. Chill, fucking relax. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then we got our drinks and then we paid and we ate outside and fed the ducks because I didn't care. <laughs> well, fair enough. Nothing wrong with feeding ducks in my opinion. Um so uh, after you've left Springfield, where do you go? I can't remember. This is where I want started want to go home. Um, what did? Where were we then? Uh, you kind of start walking towards like ET. Oh yeah, we did ET. Really loved ET. What's I don't wrong with get you? the point. I don't get the point of the name things, like the little passport things. Okay. Like, why slow the queue down to type someone's name if nothing happens to it? So that you can say rude things. And then you can laugh when they when ET says them at the end. Yeah, ET didn't, didn't say it. What are you talking about? Ah, right. So that's that's a problem, Kate. So it obviously went mm. wrong. So she, the... she didn't. Um, like nothing happened. Like she did just type the name in, and then that was it. And then we never heard of it ever again. Yeah. So what's no, supposed ET to happen? ET says goodbye at the end. Yeah. So at the end of the attraction, like after you've you've left ET's uh, home planet, <laughs> God, um, yeah. and you see the last ET, he then thanks yeah. you. He thanks you personally. So as you go past, he's supposed to go thank you, Kate. No, didn't catch that at all. Yeah, that that that's that's the reason they take your names is so that. that oh, because you... I was like, surely she's just like mashing the keyboard. Then I was like, what is the point of this? You're literally slowing the queue down for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it obviously didn't work, or you just you just di- didn't catch it for whatever reason. But yeah, yeah, that's that that's the reason why they take your name, so uh, they can say it. Et says it as you leave the attraction. Well, as you go back you go. into the uh, the unloading bay. Um, but I mean, I love the first half of Et. I think the first half of Et is wonderful. It's, I like the whole thing. I thought fly. it was great. It was something something I'd never been on before. Yes, that's true. Like, I've never been on a ride like it. Like the only thing similar, obviously, is Peter Pan's flight, but it was cooler than that, in my opinion. Ooh, I do love the smell of pine in the forest. <laughs> that is my. That is probably my favorite bit. Um, I'm trying to. Where do you Where do you go next, Mister Day? Did you end up in New York? Uh... You've got well, you're pretty close to horror makeup show. You're oh yeah, so by this that. time of the day, we could only do 
one of the shows and horror makeup didn't line up at mm. all. So we ended up doing the boring stunt spectacular um, mm. because by that time of the day, there was only one horror makeup left and it did the times just didn't work. So mm. we ended up waiting for the boring thing. Um, right. So we w- walked around a couple of shops and then we went into the boring thing. Um, the boring thing was really cool. Like it was really cool. A million times better than Indiana Jones. <laughs> well, I mean, it's... mostly because I didn't see anything in Indiana Jones the two times we went. <laughs> but I mean, to its credit, I mean, it is it only opened last year, so that is relying on you know 2020 technology, not 1989 technology as Indiana Jones is still running on. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not updated since it first opened. Um, but what I've seen of it looks incredible as well. So it was so cool. Like my, I was, my mind was blown. I was like, oh my god, they're not real people. Holy shit! <laughs> the screen was really cool, and how they move the they move the props with the screen and the actors, how they all blend it. It was just really good. I really enjoyed it. I would love to see more shows like that with that technology. Yes, yeah. They certain Soleil actually did one in Vegas. Um, a few years ago, but it didn't last very long. Uh, I, I think it's just like it was just like the wrong place to have something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I think a, a theme park setting, uh, and obviously being based, you know, the Cirque du show was just a show that they created a storyline for. Um, this is obviously based on a set of films, so you already you're you're familiar with the 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 characters and, and the vibe of the whole thing. So I think it... I mean, I wasn't, but Ed, Ed was. You must have known. I, you, you knew the films. You, you were aware of the films. I've never seen a film. No, yeah. but they give you like a 20-minute spiel. Oh, this is my only problem with it, right? They give you a 20-minute fucking spiel before you go in, where they basically repeat themselves in different fonts for 15 <laughs> minutes. They're like, Jason Bourne, blah, 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 say loads of shit. And then they're like, Jason Bourne, undercover, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, Jason Bourne and like I get it I get it he's amazing can we go in and see the fucking thing now they just say the same thing over and over again in different ways and I'm like he's really not that complicated could we just please um but yeah no I knew I I got the gist you, you can't miss it they give you they pump you with so much shit information that you have to understand what's going on yeah that's what you can ask for really in it I suppose so fair days uh, shame you couldn't do the whole makeup show, but yeah, that that's just sometimes how the cookie crumbles, right? You, you know, you can't literally fit everything yeah. in if it's if it's timed. So it is what it is. Um, yeah. So then we did Transformers because it was there. Um, Transformers was just a shit version of Spider Man, and then we went home. And that was the end of the day because then obviously we walked down the strip, and what was left to do was. Fast and Furious, Jimmy Fallon, Minions. We weren't doing any of that. Shrek was closed, and you were fucked if you thought I was going on Rip Ride Rocket at that stage. Un- unbelievable. I, f- I find that <laughs> completely, uh, completely shocking. Um, Sinead, you- you've done Rip Ride Rocket, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went on it. So, like, I had, I'd, I'd been to DLP and stuff beforehand, but I was never a roller coaster person or anything like that. But this particular trip, I was like, I'm gonna go on everything. I'm not. I'm not gonna not go on every and on anything. I'll try it once. And went on Rip Ride Rocket. Panicked and picked 
Limp Biscuit Rolling as my song. So that was what I had blasted yeah. in my head the whole bloody time. So that was a bloody choice. Um, yeah, didn't I didn't enjoy the like the incline at the start where you're basically just like lying backwards, just staring at the sky. Hated that and that initial drop. I feel like if I went on it again now, I might like it a little bit more because I'm a bit more used to roller coasters now. But it was a lot. Yeah, a lot. I mean, I was planning on doing it once and probably never doing it again. So I made sure, like the one, the only thing I had in my head is the song that I'm picking. So I was like, as long as I get that song, I'm fine. And I did get that song. I still wasn't fine, but I got the song. So I I got the thing that I wanted to do. Yeah. Um. So that was fine. I had NERD rock star. Oh, nice. So, because yeah, that that band is um complicated um not getting into the story now but um yeah it's um yeah i think the music choice does really uh have an impact but that 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 lift is just it's just the worst thing i've i think i've ever experienced just oh god and i don't i don't even think i don't even think it's that good an attraction like once you've kind of got over that it, 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 in fact, it kind of reminds me of Hulk in that way, in that all the exciting stuff is right at the beginning. And then once you've done that, the second half of the attraction, just it's just pointless. It's just you going round. Yeah. Waiting to come off again. It's, yeah, very, um, yeah. Just very strange. Um, I think, I think, AP, I think other than, I mean, Craig would be gutted to hear you didn't go on his favourite attraction, Jimmy Fallon. Um, oh no by that stage I was very done with Universal everyone was rude the people who worked there were rude the other guests were more than rude um, and I was done with the day <laughs> oh no 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 I think and I think the problem is and we said this to you didn't we like on the on the kind of build up to this that when you've got one day to do two theme parts which look being honest and I love Universal but being honest you know, you you could really do with about a day at each park. You don't need to be there for a week, in my opinion. Oh no! Like you I know. think if we did, like I said, like three nights max, one of them being like sort of a chill day in that hotel, or maybe I don't know, take one of those days to be our shopping day where we have like a nicer hotel to go back to. I think that would have been good and spent a day in each park, yeah. slightly more chilled. Um, but yeah, what we did was fine. But if I was to do it again, I'd probably do two days. I don't think you'd need three. No. So what was your overall opinion then of Universal as a, as a theme park destination? I liked it. It was nice. I wish the people who went there were a bit nicer, but like, what are you going to do? The public's going to be the public. Um, I felt that there was less rides that I felt I would do again. I think the only one we both felt we would do again was Spider-Man. The rest of them, we were like, nah, it's okay. Um, And the amount of people, not the amount of people, but there was a good few people I saw doing the tester seats and just not getting in them. And I was like, that's ridiculous, which I knew was a problem with Universal. I knew that going in, but to actually see it in person was very sad. Yeah. And I was like, this is such discrimination. It's uh, it's such ableism. It's absolutely disgusting from a theme park. 
Yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. It's 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 hard. I mean, I know most of the attractions do have, you know, like especially seats or or whatever. But yeah, I can I can understand how that would would make people feel. So yeah, it's uh, it's tough. But it, but then you know, I think that's a common complaint with the theme park industry in general, right? And I, I don't think they're any they're more guilty of it than anyone else. Um, yeah, that's the thing. It's like not to pin pin them against each other, but way few of those issues happen in Disney because Disney is so much more accessible. And if there are companies out there that are making these rides that are accessible, you specifically picking companies that are making them accessible is a problem. I think. I think the other thing though is you, you've got to compare. If you look at the rides that you know you get at Disney compared to Universal a lot you know a lot of the universal attractions are quicker faster uh more kind of like extreme in in how they move and everything like that i'm you know it's probably harder to achieve that because of you know how Don't you've got give to give a people. shit if it's harder you should still do it Hello, it's just physics. But... It's just physics. The whole thing is just physics. You just don't care enough. Don't want to spend the time, don't want to spend the money to make it more accessible. And therefore you're a shit company. Possibly, but I don't know enough about physics to know if that's if that's the the, the reason or not. But yeah. Well, I, mean, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can, With you my can, knowledge. You can you can think it. I'm just saying I I don't know like how how true that is, but yeah, uh, you know. I'm, well, I've... no, but no. Take like Escape from Gringotts. Half your ride's accessible, half of it isn't. Why? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't. You, why I are you specifically sounds... pinpointing unaccessible seats? Why do that? That's yeah. so unnecessary. And, and especially on an attraction like that, which I don't think warrants it as much. Like, like weirdly, so people generally have much less of an issue with uh, the mummy. Than they do with Escape from Gringotts, and yet the Mummy, I think, is a much more physical attraction than Escape from Gringotts. It's a much quicker, quicker attraction as well. So, how have you managed to kind of like make that work? But with Gringotts, got this really weird kind of seat system. I agree with you there. I agree with you there. Like you know, on on some things, you know, maybe I don't, I don't know how possible it is, but yeah, on on some things, it is a bit ridiculous. You didn't go on it, but Cat in the Hat, whilst you don't have that problem, the Cat in the Hat is a dark ride that you can only get on if you're like over the age of like seven. Because but it's also tiny, that... is it? <laughs> no, no. Um, sorry, like seven or over. No, it's although it's a dark ride, it's one that is really quick and spins you around a lot. Oh. And that should be that should be a ride that you know you, you would think like the Cat in the Hat is a ride like all ages could go on. You know, you, you just assume, yeah. wouldn't you, when you're used to things like Pinocchio and Peter Pan and Snow White and stuff like that. Um, and it's not. It's it's weird. It's it's very weird. Um, well, that's good. I'm glad you had a good time. Um, it's a shame that it was as rushed as it, as it was. And I think the other, the other thing as well is that, I mean, again, I haven't looked at the price of tickets, but I know, uh, like looking previously, the difference between like a two-day ticket and a one-day ticket, there's not much difference in price. Um, but when you've already yeah, bought a one-day ticket, not, well, no, you, but you've got to remember when you when you planned all this out, you were planning for one day, and you only that that's all you was expecting to want to do. Yeah. 
wasn't it? So it's just one of those unfortunate things where had you not already booked your tickets, you might have been able to have justified a second day. But when you've yeah. only got one day ticket and you've got to pay full price again for a second day, it's, it's just absolutely not worth your while uh, doing it. So I I, uh, I get it. Um, but would you say if you, I mean, I know you, you've already kind of like uh, said how you feel about Orlando, but if you if you were going back in, in three years' time, do you think you would go back to Universal? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. But maybe for two days and have a bit more relaxed approach to it. But also, I'd have a completely different mindset because then I'd be like, let's stop here. Let's take a picture. Let's get a drink. Let's sit down. Let's walk over here. Let's do this. But we weren't We weren't doing that. We were, let's go. We have things to hit. We have things to do. We have to go to bed. <laughs> and also as well, there were there were a few like bigger attractions that were unfortunately closed when you were there. Yeah, like have... I think we'd love to go on Jurassic Park, obviously. And I guess the mummy. Um, but um, yeah, no, I think I think I'd go again. I wouldn't go for more than two days, but I think I'd stay for three nights at one of the more deluxe hotels because they were really nice. Yeah, I, I think I think that is one of the the beautiful things about Universal is the fact that you've got these, you've got all of these, you know, decent hotels, and like you pointed out, you know, within really accessibly uh, an accessible walking distance. Mm-hmm. Plus, there's bus. You know, there was buses. There was a boat at your hotel as well, if you wanted to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you didn't want to do a ten minute walk, you get a bus that takes about the same amount of time, or you get a boat which takes about the same amount of time. But it's it's sync. For me, I've I've always found it to be less stressful than a Disney trip. Oh yeah, like if it was if we were planning to just do Universal, it would have been way less stressful. The fact that you can just walk there to begin with is just great yeah well look 2025 that is what they're saying is going to be the uh provisional opening day for or opening year for epic universe so then you got a whole second park as well you know so you know it's gonna be nah, it's gonna be a while i think there's other other things to see in the world now <laughs> ticked, ticked it off the box um yeah Sinead, was there anything uh, you wanted to add? Yeah, the other thing I was going to ask, like cost-wise for the hotel, was it like reasonable? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> it was, it was slightly cheaper than staying at a regular hotel and buying Express on top. Okay, fair. So I, because we, I've worked it out because I was like, is our wives paying more for no reason? should we just stay at the cheaper one like um those new ones that are like surfy dockside rivers no whatever they're called um should we just stay at one of those ones and buy express but it was slightly cheaper this way and then obviously it was the 10 minute walk as well so and just a nice hotel yeah i can't actually remember how much it was though and i think i've deleted the email because i wanted to get rid of everything associated with that holiday (laughs) nice (laughs) I think um I think the the issue with or certainly when I looked into it with the issue with like Surfside and Dockside I can't remember what the actual name of the hotel is just the, the two different sides of the hotel. Is it Endless Summer? 
endless summer that's it yeah well done um the problem is is they're not really in that same they're, they're kind of just off of that uh i mean it's not a strip of hotels but you know what i mean like you you can't walk down the same path you've got to i think they're like across a road or something before you even get there so they are a little bit more you know you're you're, you're saving money there by quite a bit compared to even like uh, an aventura but uh, it's not as accessible uh, by foot as as the other hotels are so yeah i suppose the pro and the con uh with that but no fair enough well kp thank you i'm glad um our advice was uh was so helpful <laughs> Yeah, you're preparing me for that massive panic attack I had in the middle of the day. Thanks so much for that. Really helped. That's all right. That's exactly exactly (laughs) what we were trying to do all along. Um, And and look, I'm glad you 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 know you were able to enjoy what you were. You know, I think it's not easy, and I think you know that's what you kind of demonstrated here is, you know, it's not easy to try and do two parks in a day. No, but um, we did have fun and we did enjoy yeah. ourselves and there was loads of rides that we did enjoy and we're glad we did it. Yeah. And it's still amazing to me that Spider-Man being like over 20 years old is still as impressive uh, nowadays as it is. Oh, Whopper. Whopper. Why, why, why can nobody make a ride as good as that? Why, it's, just, it's just bizarre to me. But there you go. Um, so, KP, thank you. Sinead, thank you. Uh, Mr. D, P-Dubs, thank you as well. Um, And we will be back next month where hopefully uh, it's the start of, well, it'll be the start of Halloween Horror Night rumour season. Uh, We're already already getting a few uh, whispers from the talented Mr. Ripley uh, about things we might see. Uh, So we might start getting some more concrete information. Uh, And if not, we'll just make stuff up like we normally do. So uh, thank you for joining us this month and we will see you in March for another episode. This podcast is a That Production and part of the After Dark Podcast Network.